Fasten your seatbelt, quit stalking your ex on Facebook, and stop texting while you're driving. It's time for the Badass Business Show. Tips, tools, tactics, and techniques to help you explode your online and offline business. That's right, you're about to get the straight dope, whatever that is. And now, as seen on Good Morning America, The Today Show, NBC, CNN, CNNBC, and HGTV, here's your host, Fran Harris. Exactly. Just launched another income stream as of last night because one of someone who was on one of my shows didn't show up for a comedy show. So I headlined my own comedy show last night. Wow, that was interesting. That was interesting. But afterwards people said, Where's your C D? Do you have CDs? I said, I sure do. So we're going to talk about the, the $100,000 you guys left on the table last year. Anybody interested in hearing about that? Anybody interested in hearing about that? All right, before I do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me. I did. I grew up in Dallas and uh, started my first business when I was nine years old. And I'd love to say that it was because I had this entrepreneurial flame burning inside of me and I was just so innovative. But it really started out with my mom telling me no. Anybody ever start something great because somebody told you no? Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to sing in the church choir, uh, my church, New Birth Baptist Church. I wanted to sing in the church choir. Of course, last week it was ballet, and the week before that it was softball, and then it was hockey. It was just, you know, anybody who's got kids? Who's got kids? So you know how it goes, right? The interests change like the wind. And this time mom decided to say, no. If you want a church robe, you got to make the money yourself. And I think it was like 70 bucks or something like that. And first I thought, what a mean mom who won't even give your kids 70 bucks for something church Jesus related, you know? And uh, she was like, no, you got to figure out a way to get it yourself. Last week it was softball, the week it was ballet, you know? And so I said, okay. So after I did my customary pouting, I went back and I said, I got this great idea. People sell lemonade. Why don't we sell snow cones? And so mom said, well, okay, we'll go put together a budget. Had no idea what a budget is. Go put together a list of all the things that you need, and let me see it. So I go, and I think, okay, what do you need for snow cones? You need ice, you need the container, you need the flavoring. That's pretty much it. Add people, add kids who love sugar. And so we're ready to go. So I told my, brought my mom the list back and set up basically how I wanted to do it. 25 cents for one flavor, 50 cents for two flavors, you know, went on and on and on. Well, that summer, we netted about $1,500 between May, the end of school, and the before school started. $1,500, a lot of snow cones. It's yeah. a lot of 25 cents, 50 cents snow cones. But what I learned during that summer was that, you know, I didn't need to depend on my parents, to be perfectly honest, to make money, which was a real refreshing because I don't know how old you guys are, but, or if you had allowances, that kind of stuff. We didn't have allowances in my house. So if we needed something, we asked my parents, you know, my dad, mom, can I have, can I have, it's like, mom, can I have, that's what they thought their name was. Mom, can I have, dad, can I have, right? And uh, so this really taught me a great lesson about innovation, about entrepreneurship. And that was really the start of me truly understanding what inner genius is about and really just figuring out, making a way out of no way. So I was nine years old and continued to do that kind of stuff. And I started speaking in church probably when I was seven. Certainly didn't know that you could make money speaking when I was seven years old. But the older I got, the more I loved being in front of people and talking to people. And when I got to junior high, um, someone asked me to speak because I was a spelling bee champion and they started asking me to speak at different things. And one time I went to speak with something at Tom Landry and they offered to pay me $500. And I was like 12 years old. 
And I was like, wow, people would actually pay you to do this really cool thing. Some of you guys are still wondering if you can get paid for your speaking right now, right? Some of you still speaking for free. We're going to talk about that. So I, I learned that you could not only get paid for really cool stuff like selling snow cones, but things that really came naturally and organically for you was really refreshing to, to hear that. Of course, I started playing basketball. I don't know if Sherry mentioned that in my, in my bio or not, but I played for the Houston Comets on the WNBA, their first WNBA championship team. Exhibit A, right? Their first championship ring. They, they won four, and I was on the first team. Um, but before that, I went to the University of Texas at Austin. Any Aggies in the house? Giggum, I love it. I have to have a customary Aggie in the house whenever I speak. If there's not one, I hire one. Because, you know, the Longhorn Aggie thing's just got to keep going, right? But I learned in college that people were paying huge money for speakers. And as an athlete, they, I was always asked to come out and talk. And I was always on television because when they came to, to shoot us for our games, they always wanted to talk to me because I always seemed to like to talk, you know? And so um, I learned that you could actually go out and just talk about the things that, were, that you were really passionate about. For me, that was building championship teams. I played on the University of Texas first and only women's basketball championship team. And uh, so corporations, Dell Computers, Symitech, you know, 3M started asking me to come and just talk about my experiences as an athlete. And so I remember because I was a scholarship athlete, we couldn't get paid because it was, at the time, I don't know if it still is, but we couldn't get paid because it was against NCAA rules. So any income I made, I had to make it between, you know, May and September before I got back to school. Could make it during the year, but I remember asking this, this person who booked me at Dell Computers, if I know you couldn't pay me today, but if you could have paid me today, <laughs> how much would you have paid me? And he said $10,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I almost gave him a basketball right there on the spot. <laughs> you know? $10,000? I mean, I never made that much. Even though all my summer jobs never made that much money. And so I said, $10,000? And she goes, yeah, we pay people way more than that who are not half as good as you are. And I was 19. So she's telling me this. He's telling me this. And I thought, well, that's really interesting. So I kept speaking, kept speaking, never forgetting the $10,000 figure, of course, and knowing that I wanted to pursue that at some point in my life. But then when I started to speak after I, start, after I started playing in the WNBA, I realized that most speakers had the same business model. They would go pick up a check, go pick up a check, get booked, go pick up a check. And so if I weren't getting booked, then I wasn't making any money. And even though I had large corporate clients, if they weren't booking me, I wasn't making any money, right? And how many of you are using that business model right now? You got, you're dependent on <laughs> You're right, you're dependent. <laughs> get them up, get them up high, right? You know, you depend on that business model. I got to get my fee, right? Well, I have a very high speaking fee, and if any speaker tells you that they get their speaking fee, unless they're Barack Obama or Bill Clinton, they're lying. And sometimes they don't get it. And you guys know, you have your stated fee, but then there's what you will take. Right? <laughs> right? There's what you will, will accept. So I, I said, there's got to be a way for me to keep making six figures as a speaker, even if I never, if I never walk into another boardroom, if another corporate client never talks to me, if I never leave my house. So I set out on this mission to figure out how I could maintain, really match my income without ever speaking, without ever opening my mouth. And of course, the answer to that is going to be my products and my online and those kinds of things. And that, that's where the internet comes in. So the hundred grand that you guys left on the table, let's turn our attention over here to this thing over here. The hundred thousand dollars always gets people's attention up front. The hundred grand that you left on the table this year, and for some of you, this month. Mm, should hear a collective groan in the, in the audience. 
the hundred grand that you left that you don't have to leave on the table that really once I started to realize that people were paying me for my expertise they were not when I was 19 years old they were paying me because I knew what it took to to make a championship team even at 19 years old I knew what it had taken for us to become the first NCAA ever undefeated women's team so I started writing those things down and realizing that people were paying me for my expertise and so how could those people if I had not brought been brought into Dell or 3M or Symmetech or some of the other companies that brought me in when I was really that young how could I continue to get that money even if I hadn't shown up and of course the answer back then which was in the late 80s were my products now I gotta tell you a funny story that how many of you have learned lessons over and over and over yeah and over again and then you finally do something different right yeah you know you remember that so when I really got serious about speaking was was the early maybe 2000 2001 I went to speak at MD Anderson they brought me in to speak for something they were paying me ten thousand dollars which was cool great I was going to still going to pick up a check though and I get done speaking and there were about 300 people in the room about 95 100 people came down afterwards and said where is your book where's your stuff and it was like, it, it makes sense that they would ask that, but I didn't have a very good answer for it. My stuff was at home. I'd written books. Sherry mentioned I'd, I'd written at that point about seven or eight books. Where is your stuff? We, I mean, wallet out, money out, literally throwing credit cards. I'm not joking. Where's your stuff? I had nothing. So let's do a little math. If I just brought my $20 book for the 100 people who came down and said, where is your stuff? Somebody really quickly tell me how much money. Okay, so just that day alone, right? Is that correct? Twenty times ten so times hundred. Times hundred. There we go. 2, All right. So just that day alone, just that day alone, two thousand dollars plus my fee. So who in here does it make happy to leave two thousand dollars on the table? Anybody get ecstatic? Just really excited about that? <laughs> no. Okay. That's one day. That's just one day with $2,000. Now if you think some of you your business model is that you speak a lot of times over the course of the year and of course I've you know been the person who spoke 150 times a year and that wore out maybe a year and a half. I, I was not interested in being the speaker who was all over the place every time you turned around I was in a different state. How many of you have ever forgotten where you parked your car at the yes. airport? Of course. I mean the don't even know what car, don't even know what car you you're traveling. You're traveling so much that you just you forget everything. Where did I park? Um, what car did I drive? What color is my? Yes, right. So it took me about a year and a half in the early like 2000 2001 of that kind of lifestyle to say I want the money, but I don't want this lifestyle. Right? I don't want this lifestyle. I played professionally overseas, so I travel. I've been to you know 30 countries and. I love to travel, but I hate to travel. I love going to Greece. I love getting to Greece, but I don't like going to Greece. And so I wanted the same lifestyle I had, but I didn't want to be on the road 100 days a year. So this whole time, I'm jotting down everything, saying, how can I create the lifestyle that I want without actually physically being there? So I started thinking about, OK, I got to have products. Um, this is certainly in the infancy of the, of the internet. I got to have products. Um, I've got to have other people selling my products, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, and I've got to have a way to make money while I'm sleeping. Last summer, I went to Italy, which is the first country that I played in professionally. And I spoke in London. I have a client in London. So I spoke in London on Monday. Only thing I had to do was speak in London on Monday. And I was going to be on vacation for like two weeks. So I spoke in London on Monday. And on Tuesday morning, I couldn't talk. 
I've never, has anybody ever had laryngitis? Yeah. Like the laryngitis where you open your mouth and nothing comes out. Not the little words, but, the, but nothing comes out. So I had laryngitis on Tuesday. I've never had laryngitis in my life. I've never not been able to talk in my life. So I fly to Italy, which is where I started playing basketball in the, in the late 80s. And um, I get there. I don't have a voice. I'm checking email. They're giving me a hard time that I'm checking emails. You Americans, you know, you're never not connected to your stuff. So I'm checking email. And I have um, in my PayPal account, everybody got a PayPal account already? Great. Everybody got a full PayPal account? No. Okay, great. We'll talk about that later. So I look at my <laughs> PayPal account, and I've got on one day 9982 bucks or something like that. So when I tell people that and they're stunned, I say, I don't know if you're jealous or stunned, but to do nothing in a day and have $10,000 show up in your bank account as a speaker is what you should be talking about. Exactly. So I said, now, now, from that person who used to travel 150 days a year to the person who now accepts engagements, whatever, what happened in between that maybe four or five period of time, you know, years, something like that? And the thing of it is that now I record everything. I, I realize that everything I do is a product. And if we ever have a conversation, I'm going to ask permission to record it. Because everything I do is a product. If, if I'm sharing my expertise or, share, or listening to your expertise, somebody wants that information. No matter how natural it comes to you, how lame you think it is, somebody wants it. When I was playing in Switzerland in 96, right before the WNBA started in 97, it's really when the internet was in its infancy, but, but at the same time, there was so much going on on the internet in terms of people, what people were selling in terms of information. And AOL, everybody had an AOL account back then, right? Oh, yeah. You were like so cool if you had an AOL account. And that was my only connection to my family. So I'm playing in a city near Zurich and emailing whatever, and I get an email from someone named Jim Edwards, and it says, learn how to make money online. And it was $37. And didn't hesitate because I knew I wanted to learn how to do this. I bought the $37 book. After I bought the $37 book, of course, the first thing I'm thinking of as a nine-year-old who started her own business at nine years old, you know, $1,500, is if I spent $37 for this guy's book, who I do not know and didn't meet until maybe a year ago, um, that's, what, 13 years? Never met this guy. If, if I just gave him 37 bucks, would somebody give me 37 bucks? for something. And you guys, how many of you shopped online, right? Bought stuff online, airlines, Amazon, whatever. And so that's really in 96 I started my journey of making money online. And we're going we're gonna to tie that together with, how many speakers do we have in the room? Or experts? or Okay, great. Fantastic. Perfect. And all of this is relevant. So I wanted to tie in what I was learning from people who were teaching me how to make money online to this lifestyle that I wanted to create as an expert and what I call a speakerpreneur. So I bought Jim's book, 37 bucks. And um, studied it. It was probably 20 pages, 30 pages, or whatever. Studied it, and then I thought, okay, well, this guy just using his expertise. There's got to be something I can sell. Well, when the WNBA started the final, the next season, when I was in the WNBA, I decided I wanted to teach women how to play, not teach women how to play basketball, but to offer women the opportunity to come to a fantasy camp where they could, you know, hang out with me and some of my WNBA friends and that kind of stuff. And um, I told this person, I said, I need a website. I have no idea what it needs to look like, but just make sure that there's a register button on there and that people can pay $250 to come to this camp. I don't really care what it looks like. So I paid this person about $1,000, which if anybody's paying that much for a website today, you're crazy. It's crazy. But in 96, you were, you know, you're paying two grand, three grand for a website. And this was not even a great looking website. So she's put up the website. 
we open the doors to my online business that people are gonna be coming to my fantasy camp. We have five cities, and within a few months before my first WNBA season was over, we had $25,000. Now here, the, I didn't know how the internet worked. Anybody here really understand how it all works? No, but what I knew is that it worked. I knew I'd given somebody my credit card information, and so I was waiting to see if people were going to do the same thing. So my first fantasy camp, literally me just teaching, just using my expertise, the same thing Jim Edwards had done. Using my expertise, inviting people to a physical place, not knowing how the website worked, just knowing that the click here to pay $250 thing worked. $25,000 for my expertise, first time out of the gate. So again, I realized that I didn't need to know everything about how it worked, and that's what stops people a lot, a lot about making money online. They think they need to understand how it works. You really don't need to understand how it works. You need to just know that it works. So when I talk about the hundred grand you left on the table this month, the first thing I want to ask you is how many products do you currently have? Let's go around the table. How many products do you have? Oh. <laughs> <coughs> I have several books, but they're not applicable to, to, to my brand. Okay. Yeah. So how many products do you have? So three books. Three books. Got four books and several hundred classes that I offer online. Okay, four books, several hundred classes. Just my services. Just your services. A book, an audio program, and several Okay. Just me and my seminars. You and your seminars. I have a book and I have a fifteen-hour CD course. Okay. I have window cards and one book. Okay. Okay. I'm a warehouse full, if I remember. All right. A book and services. Book and services. I'm just starting, so it's just me. All right. <laughs> Five products. Five products. Services. Services. Services and a book next week. And um, how? who's making services and a book next week? Okay, good. For some reason you want to clap, John. Okay, let's go ahead and clap. So how many of you are making at least $1,000 a month while you sleep? <laughs> at least $1,000 a month while you sleep, okay? So what are the rest of you doing? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so, what are some of the reasons, given that we're in 2009? You heard my kind of journey to the internet. What are some of the reasons that you're not getting your share of the trillion-dollar marketplace online? Procrastination. Procrastination. Don't think you have anything to sell. Don't think you have anything to sell, or don't think anybody will buy it. <laughs> okay. Fear of the internet. Fear of the internet. Okay. What else? Making a decision as to what exactly I, I do too many things, I guess. And so which one thing do I want to put out there? Right. Me. And so you do nothing, basically. No, I do too many things. <laughs> <laughs> that really give you the results that you want. Yeah. What else? <clears throat> what else? Just, just the unknown. Okay. The unknown. Lazy. You know, Feeling like I need uh, a lot of capital to get it done. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't know? Don't Lack of knowledge? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think also it's a perception that it has to be perfect or something great or, you know what I mean? So yeah, I do. So it's like schlocky things won't sell online. Right. All right. How many of you know that schlocky things do sell online? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we buy them. Right? Right. Exactly. So, yes, yes, friend of Monica's. Yeah, Monica's. Yes, Trying to get the right product 
are, are at least out there. You know, uh, I, I've got a product out there, and I always joke, it's the perfect little product, but I never could get it in front of the right people. Hmm. Well, the perfect product for me is the product that sells. That's really it. It's the product that sells. And a lot of time people, a lot of times people, everything you share, I appreciate you sharing that. A lot of times people, they're just trying to get it right. They're trying to make sure it's perfect. They're trying to make sure they can get it in front of the right audience. They're trying to make sure the book, the e-cover's just beautiful. They're trying to make sure that, just do the thing. Just do the thing. Yes? Way better. Way better than perfect. I mean, you got plenty of time to get it perfect. And you know, I'm going to give you a little clue. My whole thing about perfectionism is that it's insecurity. It's complete insecurity. It's if you got to have it perfect. I mean, you know, if it's got to be perfect, why are you so afraid to just put it out there? Just get it done. Per, you know, make it right once you get it out there. So a lot of people don't get started because they're so interested in this thing they, they're tracing called perfection. Big deal. I'm going to share something with you later. It's got typos in it. If you're going to get really bent out of shape about a typo, then forget about making money. Forget about making money. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody knows who Willie Jolly is or not. Yeah. I've heard yet. Okay, Willie's a friend of mine. I love him to death. And he just put out a new book a few months ago. And he had given it to a copywriter, had massive mistakes in it. He's pulled it back and said, he's now selling it at a higher price, calling it a mistake book or something else. And he's making more money off of the mistake book before he reads it. Yep. I got an email from somebody yesterday who said, I screwed up, sent you the wrong link. They made more sales. This is just yesterday, so I'm glad you said that. They made more sales in the, I made a mistake, it screwed up, I sent you the wrong link, than they did with the original thing that they sent out. So forget about that. I mean, I, it is not my purpose to put something in the marketplace that has a typo in it, but occasionally, I've yet to see a book. I've had four books published by major publishers where I had nothing to do with the editing, and they all have mistakes in them. Get over it. It's not that deep. What about the feeling that you, you, know, you, go, you look out there and you go, there's a million speakers, there's a million right. HR people, there's a million, so <clears throat> Right. How many universities are there in the, the world? Tons and tons and tons. You know, I'm playing basketball at the University of Texas. There are at least 12 other schools in my conference. So there's always going to be, if you perceive it to be competition, there's always going to be all these things out there. And for me, that just means that the market is vibrant. It just means that the market is vibrant. So the hundred grand you left on the table this year has to do with not having products that you're willing to put into the marketplace. I'll give you a prime example, and we're going to talk about your expertise because everybody here is an expert, and you need to be leveraging that every single, every single week. You, many of you know, I know you've had your meeting that Michael Jackson died, correct? Okay. So Michael Jackson died, and um, I have my own personal feelings about Michael Jackson. We all have pluses and minuses. That's not the issue, but the issue is I am a marketing and branding expert, and I never forget that. So while everybody's talking about how great he was and the icon, I got on a radio show, just literally called into the radio show and said, I want to talk about Michael Jackson because I'm a marketing and branding expert. So while everybody's talking about Beat It and Thriller, I got on and started talking about this guy who, who totally etched himself into popular culture. People wanted to look like him, be like him. So now I'm giving lessons to entrepreneurs about branding and marketing. Do you understand what I mean by that? You're all with me on that. And so you must never forget that you're a brand, you must never forget that you're an expert at whatever it is you do. So even when somebody dies, I mean, this is still my opportunity to talk about my expertise. So I get on the radio show the night of his death. So now people call me the next day. I heard you on this show talking about the branding of Michael. Now I did the same thing, I'll tell you real quickly, I did the same thing with Barack Obama when he was defeating Senator Clinton in, in the primaries. 
So everybody wanted to talk about Barack Obama this, and he this, and blah, blah, blah. So I wrote a book <laughs> called Obamapreneur, <laughs> Business Secrets from America's Next President. I got on Cavuto with an e-book. You got on what? Cavuto, Fox Business oh, Channel. Cavuto, Neil Cavuto Show, with an e-book. <laughs> All I did was say, here's why this guy is whipping the pants off of Sandra Clinton, <laughs> who personally I was for. Here's why he's beating her pants. He gets it, he's on YouTube, he's on MySpace, he's on Friendster, he's on Facebook. So I totally dissected his campaign from a marketing and brand, never forgetting that I'm this expert. While everybody's talking about all this other wonderful stuff, I'm the person who slipped in and said, but look at how powerful this guy's campaign has been run from my expertise. So, and then I got to talk about why he beat John McCain. So now I'm the branding marketing expert they want to talk, to, uh, talk about. So it made sense that when Michael died, that I would come in and say, here's my expertise. So I'm going to write a book about Michael's brand. I bought the domain name brandmichaeljacksonbrand.com. I'll talk a little bit about some of those things. But more importantly, you should never forget that you're an expert. In any circumstance, you should never forget that you're an expert. And that's how you start to make your money. So if people are now looking at me to talk about Michael Jackson's brand, then even if it's a free forum, and I just happen to have a little button over there that says click and buy whatever, do you think some, some percentage of people are going to buy that? Absolutely. Absolutely. OK? So how many of you, so you talked about your products. Wow. Talked about your products, some of them that you have, some of them that are, that are not out there. I guarantee, I, I just joke with Sherry, I said everybody, I never go anywhere without my credit card machine. Am I, am I lying? Monica? <laughs> ever. Ever. Church? Doesn't matter. And everyone on my staff has their own credit card machine. Because one of the things I teach speakers is that you never go anywhere without your stuff. So you never go anywhere without your books, something for somebody to consume. Never. I don't care where you, and even if it's not in your person, it's in your car. That alone, the first year I started doing that, which was about seven years ago, that, that year, extra $10,000 just for having books in my car. Because people say, oh, I heard you wrote a book, really? Well, I wish I could, you had, I do have it. Right. It's in my car, <laughs> right? And, and then I that, and I have a machine, exactly. <laughs> a smaller one. So everybody on my staff has their, their own credit card machine for my company, so whenever, and they all have my products. So <laughs> wherever they're somewhere, I work for Aunt Harris Enterprise, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I heard she wrote a book, really? Yeah, we happen to have some, bing, money. Six figures, easily, if you got good stuff. In 20-something years of literally running my own company, I, we've had probably less than 0.03% of refunds requests, period, because my stuff is good. It's good, and we do good customer service. So people are not just buying the stuff, and it's crap. It's actually really good. All right, so we can take a credit card machine around us everywhere. We know we're going to do business. We know that if people, because when people are ready to buy, right, they're ready to buy. They're ready to buy. They don't want you to send them anything in the mail. How many of you have wanted something from somebody and then you gotta, I gotta have you <laughs> fill out something? No, but if you have a handy little credit card machine, you just, you just go with it. So part of your 100 grand that you left on the table is not having your own credit card machine and not having your stuff with you all the time. All the time. If I ask you now to just kind of jot on your paper the things you've been to the last six months since January, I bet you've had an opportunity to sell some stuff, sell something. And see, the thing that people, that really stops people is that they start thinking, oh, yeah, well, it's just a little $20 book. But we know that $20 books add up. You just saw me do my 20 times 100 people. So if you're going to poo-poo the little $10 and $20, that's how, that's how we've been able to build a multi-million dollar business, because we didn't poo-poo the little $10 that we got from the person at the little flea market. 
because it's all money for us. And it just adds up, it just adds up, it just adds up. And so not leaving your stuff at home, having your stuff everywhere. And I know that sounds really fun. You know, people, I don't want, someone said at one of my seminars, I don't want to be the guy who's always hawking his stuff. I said, then you want to be the poor guy. <laughs> that's, who, that's the guy you want to be. Because I want to be the woman who is, you know, insanely rich, insanely wealthy. And when I watch the people who are at the level of wealth that I want, they are what I call omnipreneurs. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. The, year, the time of the, the specialist is going out the window. You know, you need to have a nice little broad base of the things that you specialize in. You know, for me, those are teaching speakers how to make millions. It's internet marketing specifically for beginners. Because as you mentioned, Bob, people just think they can't do this stuff. It's really easy. But it takes you doing it. It just takes you doing it. It's not high you know, degrees and all this, it just, it just takes you doing it. So, you got, who's gonna get the credit card machine when we're done here? I'm telling you, you're gonna get some money off of that. Okay, so not having your products, not having your own little portable credit card machine is the other thing. How many of you have websites? Let me see your business card. Who's got business cards? Take a business card and pass it to the front. You already talked about mine. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about mine already. All right, good, good. Pass the cards. Love this part. Sherry's been through this exorcism, so she can just sit there. <laughs> so I want to give you some heart. Uh, sure, if you want to be a part, of the, a part of it. But you know what? You can learn from other people. Can you pass that for me? All right, this is why I do this. And all, everything I'm sharing with you, these things are things that put dollars into your pocket. I'm not here to talk, because people want results. They really do. People in my coaching programs, they, they're like, um, well, when is it we're gonna get? To? People want results fast. Am I right or wrong? They really do. And you know, I'm a spiritual kind of person. I talk about the journey, but at the end of the day, people want results. <coughs> So I, everything I'm gonna share with you in terms of the tactics and strategies that I use will put dollars into your pocket, guaranteed. Okay, so the reason I do this, and the reason I do this is, again, this is 100 grand that you left on the table. Everything's going back to the 100 grand that you left on the table this year. All right, so Judith, hi. All right, Judith Ariel Golden, you're a certified spiritual counselor, a Reiki master, and a magician. Okay, what would you like, and can everybody sort of see her card, okay? <laughs> <coughs> There's no card. Oh. <laughs> of course it is. All right, and you get everybody see the back. Everybody see the back. Okay, cool. So, what would you like for me to do with this if you give it to me? Okay, and it shows. Yeah. Right. So every marketing piece that we have, me included, every marketing piece that we have has to drive people to do something. Do something. Do you want me to call you? Yep. And it's not enough. See, we think it's enough to just have your phone number on here. Nope. But it's not. You have to tell me to call you or else I'm not likely to do it. It's like we're little sheep with tell us what to do when you want. Okay? So the first thing that most cards have is a lot of glorified information about who you are. But if, the, if, the, if this is supposed to be a business builder, which I don't even call my business cards business cards, this is supposed to be a business builder. And this ain't building no business. Am I right or wrong? So, this needs to build business and it starts building business by you telling people what you want them to do. That's the first thing. The other thing is that everybody's card should have something. Well, this is of course, you know, valuable real estate on the back, right? It's there, it's not just supposed to be blank. There needs to be something back there. And so, everybody's business card should have 
um, something what, that you want them to do, but it should also drive them to some information that underscores your expertise. So give you an example. On one of my business cards, I say, um, if you want to learn how to put an extra $100,000 into your bank account in the next 60 days, whatever it says, a year, whatever, then go to my website and get a free report, Speak and Make Millions, blah, 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 blah. Do you think in the right hands that that drives people to do it? Okay? It drives people to do it. I'm, if I'm speaking to the right market, speakers who want to make a million dollars in the next year, it drives them there. All right? So I'm giving them something that underscores my expertise. My expertise is in teaching entrepreneurs, experts, and speakers how to add an extra $100,000 to a million dollars in the next 12 to 18 months. That's what I do. So I need to send somebody somewhere because the, the most powerful word in advertising, of course, is free. Yep. I didn't ask you to go buy anything. I said, go get this free class I taught, this free report I taught, whatever it is. It will drive people to your site, okay? So that can be a, a phone number, 1-800 number to listen to your thing, which, by the way, that's another tactic that we use. We use a toll-free number to send people. Network marketers have been doing this forever. I don't know why speakers aren't doing this and experts aren't doing this. Send people to a recorded message of you doing what you do. At the end of that, sell them. I mean, it's your little mini infomercial, okay? So everybody needs to have some kind of call to action, and not just a call to action like, call me today, but go to my site to get something. So it should say that. It should say that. And this is a good place to put it, on the back. If you're gonna, if you got so much on the front, put it on the back. Call me in the next 30 days if you want to learn how to put an extra $1,000 into your bank account guaranteed. All right? Go to my website to listen to a free MP3, whatever. Whatever you're doing. But give people a reason to, um, to do business with you. All right? Most, and you know, I'm just going to go through a few of these because I already know what I'm going to see. You got a little call to action on yours? You do? Okay, I'm going to check you out. I'll check you out, all right? Okay. I know what I'm going to see. I'm going to see great-looking cards. I'm going to see great-looking cards. And I'll give you, last night I was talking to a promoter at my comedy show who was telling me that he wants to be my graphic designer. And he says, I'm a marketing genius. And I said, okay, can I see your portfolio? Can I see whatever? So he hands me this, this um, uh, postcard. And in truth, it is gorgeous-looking. Gorgeous-looking. But I guarantee you, it does nothing to build his business because it's not telling, it didn't tell me to do anything. It was just gorgeous. And I said, if you're such a marketing genius, then you would know that I care more about what this can do for me than what it looks like to me. And so most of our marketing collateral materials, they're, they're to impress people. I'm not, I don't want, he wants to be impressed. You guys want to learn how to make an extra 100 grand as a speaker, 100 to a million, million dollars, don't you? You don't need me to pass something around for you to be impressed about with my graphic design skills. And so I said to this guy, this is truly gorgeous, but how much business has it built for you? And of course he has no idea because there's no tracking in place to tell people that they brought it in or whatever. Whereas my little comedy show, which is at a soul food restaurant, was packed out the last time because we gave people a, a postcard that said, bring this, get get in for $10. So I know exactly how well that worked because everybody who came in there said, here is my little postcard. It wasn't pretty, it looked good, but it wasn't because I wanted to drive traffic. And so sometimes as marketers, we get so impressed with our materials that we forget that all a customer cares about is what you can do. What, what is coming to your seminar going to do for me? Okay, so I'm not going to go through all these because as I skim through them, I see them all. Please pass me her. She's very proud of it. No. You have it. <laughs> Do I have it? Where is it? Black one. Le black one? Okay. All right, cool. All right, so you did what you did. 
by the way, okay, you got your humanistic consulting, okay, solving business problems with people solution, all right, and then on the back, you tell me kind of the topics that you go to, and you say, contact us for a complimentary consultation. Why would I do that? So I can help your business and save you money. Then that's so what you need to tell me. That. That's great. That's exactly it. And the more specific you can be about that, the better. Yep. All right. How many of y'all know that specificity is the mother, right? I would, I could, I could have easily said, you want me to tell you about the money you left on the table this year? But I said a hundred, you all, every one of you left a hundred grand minimum on the table this year. And then I proceed to tell you how you did it. So specificity is really, really important. These are things we all know. I knew a lot when I wasn't making any money. <laughs> you know, we're brilliant. We know so much, but it's in the implementation. That's why I laugh when I speak places and there'll be people there and their body language like, oh, um, you're telling me this, I know all of this. And I'm like, and you are not making any money either. <laughs> you're very smart, but you're not making any money. And you came to learn how to make money. So relax, unfold your arms, and let's get down to work. Let's get down to business, okay? So basically everybody got this lesson without me going through everybody's business card that you gotta have a call to action on your cards. You really, really do need a call to action on your cards. And the more you can use, free stuff. Literally, we just set up 15 opt-in pages, which I'm going to talk about in the internet marketing, where I'm giving away a free <laughs> CD in every area that I've done a seminar. Branding, copywriting, every blah, blah, blah. How many of you know people are just going to opt in? They want a free, they're going to get a seminar from me? Free. Free, free, free. You're tell me I shouldn't give anything away for free. And I'm like, no, you should. Free is, a, free is a great, great motivator. Free, because if, if we're dating, you know, you're not going to ask me to marry you on the first date. I hope not. Are you John? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> after, after today, you might. Yes. <laughs> and then he's taking off the ring. Oh, yeah, maybe he take off the ring. Um, so, but the reality is we have to date a little bit before people give us a lot of money. I mean, I've spoken places where people literally sign up for a $50,000 coaching package on the spot. On the spot. But for the most part, people need a little 97, 197. A little, they need to get to know you a little bit to invest. Okay? Yes. Uh, I had somebody looking at my website, and they said that you should put that I should put front and center in the middle of the first page. I say I make you money. Okay. Because most HR people don't. They they obviously cost money, and you know it's all about that. And I'm fighting the. Does that sound really cheesy? <laughs> my instinct is. That sounds like a really, it sounds like a cheesy way to promote your site. So I'm curious your opinion about being that blatant and upfront about something like that. I will rather be the cheesy rich girl, oh, no, that's right. <laughs> the corny rich girl, than the one who's polished <laughs> and can't pay my bills. Amen. Point to that. <laughs> Question answered, I got a, it. I went to a company a few months ago, and when I, I gave a half-day seminar. I got, you know, somewhat of a, I mean, I, I charged actually it was 1200 bucks. Mm -hmm. okay? And what happened was that they contacted me back, and now they want me back at all costs, which is very nice, they said. And they said, uh, just book, we want to book you for a day, and we'll deal with whatever the topic we want to do later. Okay. Just give us a quote. And what I did was, I went like this, because this quite has not happened before. <laughs> so, okay, not quite this format, right? Usually it's all set up in advance, then you sure. get it out, right? 
So, and I just, and I, I don't say I'm beating myself up for it, but it was like I went for the, I didn't want to be the cheesy guy and say, let me start with 10 grand and then see what they do and then, okay, we'll negotiate that. So I said $2,500 and I got an instant answer, email two minutes later, you know, because she said, we may have to get approval. Two minutes later, great, you know, just let's do it, book the date. And I said, I'm glad you said that. Why did you why did you offer twenty five hundred? Well actually I think it because honestly you the real truth we really yeah, sure. it goes way back to like the, the self esteem issues that I used to have a long time ago and they trans they, they literally played out in terms of lack of financial abundance. Yep. Right? So that's what the truth is for most people, hardline bottom line, you know. And what I've done is long series of, you know, stuff to evolve into hopefully someone who's gotten past mm -hmm. that. But still, there are remnants of that inside. So here I am working with a public seminar company. They bill to have a day with me at this much, and I get that, that much, much of it. And so it's time for that model to change. So the thing is, is that, however, you know, it's like when your experience has been, well, I'm used to getting this much, so I guess I should only ask for that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and I just, I got to put an end to this. Garbage. You got to do it. Yeah. And it yeah. starts with the next opportunity you have, because I'm telling you, every speaker, regardless of which level that they are, where they are, they have that, there's that moment where they don't quite know what to ask for, and they're so afraid not to get That's the deal. You know, and myself included. And uh, But, of course, you get so many of those little bitty things where, like, like seven years ago, I said, here's my fee. I mean, remember that they offered, they said I would have gotten paid $10,000 at 19 years old. So that should have been a that should have been a that minimum. Had a point of exactly. Had a point of exactly. But things happen and you think, oh, I really want it and, and it would be good and this would really pay my mortgage. And you do the, the whole rationalizing that you do with it. And the reality is you're not gonna always get your fee, but I guarantee you you'll attract more of the ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars if you put yourself in the marketplace at that level. Without without question. And if it means you gotta pass up a little thousand thing here, and I'm gonna talk about how you can make money, how it doesn't matter. Even when you go, you know, I go, I go places where they don't even pay me and I make $10,000. So we're gonna talk about that. But it, it, from an esteem point, you gotta feel like, you know what, this is my fee. And just, we all know we're salespeople, just don't talk. Just don't jump in and start throwing out all these bonuses that you're gonna do, but you know, just, it's $10,000, it's $25,000. So when you do that, you're apologizing for what Correct. you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I got cured of that last week. <laughs> I did. Somebody threatened bodily harm if I quoted. So if, you do this, if you do this thing, I, there was a program I just signed to. Uh, right. I'm certified to be said, if you tell them you're going to do it for less than this, I will, I will hurt you. Chicago <laughs> and I will, I will hurt you. Here's what you say. Say these words. So I did. They said, we'd like to have you this date, one of these three days. What's that going to cost? And my, responded, my response was, when you usually bring industry experts in, what is mm -hmm. your budget? Mm -hmm. I'll try to work within that. Mm -hmm. That's a great line. They called me back two days later, gave me 130% of my what rack you were gonna rate. Yeah. Of my yeah. rack rate. Yeah. And I discounted their quote by 5%. Yeah. Because I want to do more of the time. Yeah. That's great. great. Yeah. It was yeah awesome. It's I'm awesome. I'm cured now. Yeah. I'll, never. I'll, I'll never speak first. You, yeah, I was about to say, never answer that question first. I'm never going to yeah. answer that question first. That's in sales. We know it. And always ask a question. Always ask a question. It's like when they say, well, so what's your fee? People ask me all the time, what would it take to get you blah, 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 blah. And I say, well, what is it that you're working with? What is this event? And I get more information about things because in my mind, which is what we're going to talk about now, when I, in my mind as a speaker, I'm not just thinking about the fee. 
I'm thinking about how many people are going to be there, how many decision makers are going to be there, how many products can I, are you going to pre-buy product, are you going to pre-purchase product, those are the things that go into my head because that's my income, not because I'm no longer a go and pick up a check speaker. If you do that, you'll be poor. You may make 100 grand this year, you may make $250,000, but ultimately they're not going to bring you back. Ultimately they're going to say we don't do repeat speakers. Ultimately somebody's not going to like you. Ultimately somebody's going to replace the person who brought you in. And now your income is based on the number of bookings you get. And now you're back on the road 150 times a year. Wow, that's so good, Frank. That's because you're saying each time each time it's just a, a one-time event. That's Most of the time. I, yeah, I feel validated in that because that's what I said this morning. I really want to just sell my product. Oh, the only reason I want to show up in the world to speak is because I really know this is not the best it could possibly be. And I went through that whole, uh, it's not perfect, so I'm not going to even, because I did some right. I'm not going right. to hurt more. So, then I was like, you know what? I know for sure if I can get up in front of somebody who has fifteen ninety five and sell myself, I'm really get, I just want them to buy this book. They can go back later and say, you know what? I didn't really like that book. But you know what? Guess what? I know it's good enough that yeah. you might say, Gwen probably could have done better than that, but I'm not putting out something that's horrible. Right. I mean, how many times have we bought books? I've bought Covey. I mean, I've got a library that's amazing. And 10% of those things are really good. You know what I mean? They're awesome. Like um, um, the purple guy. What's that? Who's the guy? Seth. Is it Seth Galton? The what's that? The purple cow. That is a great book. Like this size, whatever. And then I bought some big stuff, and I'm just like, this is killing me. But I'm not gonna go back to Barnes and Nobles and take it. I mean, it's worth it to somebody. Just because it didn't resonate with me doesn't mean it wasn't good enough. And so those kinds of things. So. It's really about your entire empire, your entire speaker empire, which is what we're going to talk about. All right? Which includes your products, your engagements. Would it be better if I wrote over here? Okay. Your products, your engagements, your fees, your internet marketing plan. Okay, I, I don't have time to talk about everything. But I'm going to start talking a little bit about your products. And you've heard me talk about kind of my product creation tactics and, and, um, and techniques. Essentially, I record everything. I'm recording what we're doing right now. I have my iPod in my back pocket. You guys want to see this? Anybody got an iPod? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is my iPod. And uh, you buy this little attachment from the iPod, you know, the Apple Store from um, Belkin or whatever. And it just sticks right in there. This comes with it. And then you just plug it in, and then the thing comes up immediately. So it starts saying, do you want to record? You just click record, and it starts, and it's crystal clear. It's quality, CD quality. Hmm. You have the microphone attached Yeah, yeah. This, this thing right here yeah. is the Yeah, and here's the mic. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I record all my audio. Sometimes, you know, video is not, it's not always very convenient to do, to do video, but what's the most consumable product for people on the go? It's audio. It's audio. I mean, I can give you DVDs all day, but who has time to go pop my DVD in and listen? But you can put me in your car, put me on your iPod, put me in your MP3 player, and go. So I always tell people, my, my product um, creation blueprint is, when you have a choice, start with video. Okay? When you have a choice, start with video. Because from video, you can get everything. Because I can't go back and get video for today. <laughs> I chose that. I made that decision. I have a video camera with me, but, and if my staff had been here, they would have done this. But they would have shot video. I wouldn't have even had this on because from the video, I can get the audio. And from that transcription, I can create an e-book, a real book, 
a course, like nine different products from just the video recording, okay? So when you have a choice, create video first. Here's what I can do with video. I can break it down into segments and sell it online in pieces or in whole. <laughs> you do the whole little course. If I were recording this on video, I would break it down by topic. And I could either sell this as the one, make millions with speak as a speaker, blah, 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 or I could break it down to product creation, internet marketing, okay? But if I don't have the video, I can't do that. And how many of you know that you can get money, more money for video? Yeah. The same content, the same course. If I sell this audio, $197 course, broken up over six segments, I can get $397 for my video. Video, the perceived value is just more, always will be. So it goes video, audio, print. How savvy does the video quality um, The video doesn't have to be that savvy or good at all because it really is about the information. Why do we go on the internet? It's about the information, right? And so you can make it, Doc, Doc is a very good friend of mine and he does some stuff that's so high end for me for video. I'm probably gonna be doing some, some work with TNT. I mean, uh, Sherry mentioned that I used to be with ESPN, so they call and they want me to potentially do some um, NBA TV for them this year. So what I sent to them has to be this level. But what's on the internet, people just want the information. And the less slick it is, the better. So a lot of times I will get in front of, I've been on, I've done video in, in a bandana when I've worked out on, birthday, on my birthday, birthday, my birthday tank top, whatever, whatever, because for a lot of different reasons. First of all, the people who are going to be buying my stuff are just every people like we are, right? If I came on with all these motion graphics, boom, 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 you know, they may be impressed, but at the end of the day, I want them to buy it. And if I sit there in my t-shirt, my Texas t-shirt, and I say, you know, to make money online, here are the three things you need to do. Stop complaining, stop acting, blah, 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 and just kind of go into it. They feel like I'm just normal. Just human, just normal, just a girl sitting in her office in her tank top. Right? So don't, and that's the other thing that you were saying, Bob, is like people think it's, it, get, every, every computer has a webcam, yes? Yes. That's all you need. And then whatever your editing software is. I'm a Mac person, so we have stuff built into our computers that just are, make it really easy to just get stuff like a YouTube interface that just goes right there. But just turn on the computer, fire it up, here are the seven things you need to know about how to become a million dollar speaker. Do you think people would pay for that? Absolutely, okay? So my product creation blueprint is video, audio, and then get it transcribed. And then you can break all those down into, should I write these down? Okay, video, audio, print. Those are the three basically major points of delivery that you can have. And of course, from each of these, you can break them, you can sell them, I like to say sell whole or sell in parts. Sell them in whole and sell them in parts. Here's what I mean by that. Of course, I just talked about yeah. do a video class that you break it down into segments. Do an audio class that you break it down into segments. Um, when you get this transcribed, there's your book. People want to say, well, I've been writing this book for um, three years. I've been working on this. What are you doing? You know, many pro you know how many books I've written following this format? So if I, this is a book I'm recording right now. We just have it transcribed and then we just make it a little cuter and that's basically it. Stupid question? Um, uh, sure. Stupid question is, uh, I've done this too. Um, it just, I mean, I've done audio conferences and I've had them, um, done audio speeches rather, and I had a, I've got this woman that transcribes for me. Mm -hmm. I emailed to her and it's, it's easy. The only thing is, is that there's so much editing because we have extra stuff that's coming out of our mouths and so that's not relevant. And then people are asking questions and say, well, I don't want that. And that's labor intensive. Yes. Um, 
And I, what I would do, what I would do is, what I do with our, our transcriptions is that on the front page where we do our disclaimer that says we make no promises just because France made a lot of money doesn't mean you're going to make a lot of money. The next page says, um, the next page says this is a transcription of a live conversation. There will be nuances. There will be things that are blah blah blah, blah that you're done. Then you don't have to do any extra. People say, oh, okay. Then that's why the little uh whatever was there. And we don't do any extra editing on that. We just tell them up front, this is a transcription. Get over it. I mean, it's essentially what that little nice thing was. Was this is a transcription? Not to press you, but like, so you, you're, you're recording this, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of our questions may be just very personal and sure. very of general interest or something. So you're not going to edit them all out. You're not going to. It depends. Um, it, it depends. It depends. Sometimes people, I'll have people, usually when I do my own seminars, people have to sign releases because I don't want to deal with all that. I don't want to, you know, and so if, you're, if, you, if it's going to be that personal, don't say it because it may be in the transcription. Or sometimes I've done products where we take out all the audience stuff and it's just me teaching. So you could do it that way as well. Yes? You, does your staff do the transcription or, excuse me, the editing or do you hire an outside Outsource. Outsource, yeah. Outsource yeah. And typically it's a dollar a minute if you're paying more than that, um, you shouldn't be. And if you're playing less than that, watch out. <laughs> so it's about a dollar a minute, typically. And you may get a little bit less. Like I have a couple people who do stuff for me a little bit less than a dollar, and it's fantastic. But typically, they know it's about a dollar a minute. So this, you know, 90-minute seminar is going to be 90 bucks. 60 minutes going to be 60 bucks or something like that. Transcribe. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about editing? And then the editing. Some people do everything from one to five dollars a page. One to five dollars a page is what people typically do. I know it's what the like major houses do sometimes, um, but yeah, one to five dollars a page. And some people you can get if you say I've got I'm doing a series of seminars. You're going to get four jobs. Then you can negotiate and do something different. Just give them like a bulk kind of a bulk rate for your project. Okay. So this is the, my product creation blueprint: video, audio, print. Get it transcribed. Turn that into eBooks, eClasses. You can sell it in whole or you can sell it in parts. All right. And you always want to make, of course, you want to give people as many options as possible. How many of you love to read? How many of you read as read more, uh, get to read as much as you like to? Right, you don't. So you want to give people the opportunity to consume you in a lot of different ways. So if I can't, so if I do a product, it's either available at video, audio, and reading, because some people are going to come to your website and they're going to say, oh, it's an ebook. Oh, but wait, it's also a video. And but wait, it's also an audio. So you get. You get whatever way they want to consume it, okay? And you can only do that, though, if you start with the highest form of delivery, all right? And when it's not possible, just give them the option of audio, print, transcription, or something like that. But that's going to, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that adds incremental dollars, thousands of dollars. It's just different formats for people, okay? All right, so that's kind of the fast start on your product stuff. Your engagements. Who in here is speaking more than 25 times a year? Uh-huh. And who, how many, who, who, who in here feels like they're maximizing every speaking engagement that they get, income-wise? Oh, please. <laughs> Hang on. Most of us are still speaking through national seminars. Some seminar stuff, OK. OK, so at that point, we can't maximize our own product stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Still not maximize. We get paid this, and it doesn't Even if we have our product there. I know it. You can't sell it. I know. So are we maximizing our ability at that point, I think, I yeah, am, yeah. Yes. In that in that in that, in that arena. arena. Context, yeah. Yes. Because I am I'm marketing it back to try yeah. and resell and mm -hmm. some of their products. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. In my other videos, uh, I think I'm doing okay. Okay. 
So if you're all, some, or at least some of you are kind of, most of you are in that arena or whatever. What I want to do is introduce you to some ways that you can make money outside of that. Are you under contract not to do no. other stuff? No. No. Okay, no. so you can do whatever you want to do. How many, how many of you have gotten comfortable? Right, right. You know, that's why I didn't sign with one of those people because I know that how much money I make and I know how much money I would not make in that little arena. And so I was really like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they were hounding me. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. So, um, <laughs> so how many of you are invited to speak at other people's events? Okay, yeah. And then how, what kind of money do you do in those situations, just randomly? Yeah, like, yeah, what do you charge? Or if you don't, five grand, something like that, okay. What else, when you don't get paid, what do you do? I'm sorry? When you don't get paid, like if I invite you to an event, I'm not gonna pay you. <laughs> if I invite you to speak at my event, yeah, so back of the room stuff, those kinds of things. Well, um, I will do it if I'm going to a place, like I'm going to do some things for Sherm. Mm -hmm. I'll do it for free because I'm gonna have opportunities to speak to clients and build a network from within that. Okay, okay, all right, what were you gonna say? Anybody over here? I, I yes. I have an opportunity to sell my book at the back of the room and, and have them sell it out of their life, their, their, their bookstore. Okay. They, they want 40%. All right. That's pretty customary. Is yep. that okay? Yeah, that's pretty customary. Okay. Yeah, when I speak at events, you guys have heard the model where you split 50%, the promoter gets whatever, you get 50% or whatever. Some people don't like that, but that's the landscape. That's the way it is. If, if you go speak at an event like a public seminar, or if I host an event and I ask you to speak, then we're going to do a 50-50 split. So whatever you sell from the stage, 100,000, 10,000, 1,000, I get half of that. And that's the business model. And so a lot of people are not inviting people to, to speak at their events if they can't close. So you may be a great speaker, but if you can't make me money as a producer, you can't get on my stage. And it's not personal. It's not personal. We did a big event here in Dallas last year. We had over 300 people here. We brought in Russell Simmons. You guys know who Russell Simmons is? Well, Russell Simmons sold his, one, one of his companies for like a billion dollars. He's like a hip-hop moldy mogul and uh, that kind of person. And um, we had to pay him his fee because he's not a sell back-of-the-room guy. So we had to give him his chunk of money. But everybody else who was on that stage needed to be doing some business because we did radio, we did tele, you know, we did a bunch of stuff. So some of those people did and some of those people didn't. And we make business decisions based on the people who did. You know, we had some fabulous speakers but at the end of the day, they didn't sell a whole lot of stuff, and they can't come back to be on my program. Was it on personal stuff you mean? Yeah. Sell their books, their coaching, whatever. Correct. Right. And that's the, that's the landscape now. Unless you're dealing with someone who, um, like, the get motivated people, like they did splits or whatever. They had 14,000 people in American Airlines last year. I went to that, and I was calculating all the money that they were making. <laughs> Unless you have someone, you're going to get people to, to literally pay to get on their stage. I know people who have that business model where they actually say, I'm going to have 1,000 people in the room. Would you like to be on my stage? Yes, then give me $10,000 because they figure I won't even take any of your back of the room. So those are the business models these days, and a lot of speakers are not, don't realize that that's the model. You've got to be able to sell. You've got to have some stuff to sell, or you've got to pay to get on the stage. And so part of what I teach in my Speak and Make Millions course is, you know, how do you, how do you sell from the stage? How do you market from the stage such that, such that people actually consume your stuff, buy your stuff, you turn those people into long-term big ticket, big ticket folks. Because the whole thing is that most of you are still probably speaking more than you want to speak and not making as much money or in the environment that you want to be in, okay? So let's talk about your fees real quickly. Who in here is charging less than 25,000, I mean, I'm sorry, $2,500 for a keynote? 
less than 2,500. So I'm interested in the rationale. Yes, I do. Charge it less than 2,500? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but that's what you would charge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm charging less. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't charged anything yet. Okay, <laughs> who is actively charging less than $2,500? And so where'd you get that number from? The number, just, made it up. just pulled yeah. it out of the air, right? Yes. Basically what I thought I'd get away with. Uh -huh. Comfort zone of what I thought I was worth. And what you could get. And what you could get. Yeah. 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 And what about you, Bob? Didn't you raise your hand? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, Twenty five hundred, and and it's because that's all I thought I could. Could get for it. Okay. I'm I'm back with Michael. I'm I'm still suffering my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Did you go to Catholic school? Also? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. The <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. Um, work through your issues of worth. <laughs> That's number one. That's number one. That's number one. And then number two, you can still make a million dollars as a speaker with a $2,500 fee if you have good products and you can sell from the stage. You know, and you can really, and you've got your, which we're going to move into, which is the internet marketing thing. But the main thing is that I want you to commit to um, lowering, I was <laughs> lowering your fee, uh, raising your fee. Raising your fee just for the own personal experience of saying my fee is $5,000. It feels great. My fee is $50,000 a day. I got a big client uh, a couple years ago, and I mean like a big client, like multi-billion dollar client. You know, you know they have money. You know that when I tell them whatever I'm going to tell them, it's not going to be a big deal to them. They hired, I mean Stephen Covey spoke after me. They got a lot of money. Right, but I was still like, "Ooh, this could be really big. This could be really." And I still had to go through the process. Okay, you're, this is what you're going to ask for. You're not going to back off on this, no matter what they. And you know what they said? Okay. They gave me exactly what I asked for. What'd you ask for? <laughs> Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. And then you said okay. They said okay. Wow. I said okay. Yep. Okay. I would be on the beach right now. No offense, guys. I'm afraid. You can do it once. You can do it twice. 750. That was for what? It's for a year. It's for a year. But it's still, yeah, it's for a year. It's more than not a big this is not a big deal. You got to know who you're doing. I mean, this is a $20 billion company. Let me tell you how much I sweated to ask for that number. I went back, I had it at half that number. And I was like, because this would be so cool. And this would be so, you know, I went through the same thing. I, pra I didn't do the, I didn't do the mirror. I didn't do the mirror, but I did. I was like, wow. And I mean, they were pursuing me. So, which was really cool. So then I was like, well, you know, I should really ask for more money since they like me so much. And, um, and that's what I ended up doing. And, you know, I have to be honest, when I sent the proposal, it took me forever to hit send on the thing. I was like, it went from 350 to 500 to seven. I mean, just, and every time, um, team building for their own organization, for their, for just, no, just a little piece of their organization. Yeah. For you. So yeah. Just, just curious. Yeah. Weekly, monthly. Um, not that much actually, not that much. But every time we get together, it's fifty thousand dollars. Every time we get together, you know, for a day, it's between twenty-five and fifty thousand dollars. Anytime they call me, it's money. Anytime they want me to show up somewhere, it's money. Anytime they want me to do a sur survey, it's money. Yeah. 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 It was like a thirty-page scope of work document. Even if it's forty hours a week. 
But it really wasn't, a, it's really not a lot of time. Yes. The thing when you guys talk for Bob and for Michael is how many know six months ago, how many knew the name Sully Sullenberger? How many know it today? Before U.S. Airways on the Hudson. Sully Sullenberger, did you see his thank you speech when he got his little award? It was 27 seconds long. The man does not like to speak. He now has a press agent and a publicist, and he is getting 90000 a day for a 90-minute keynote. Yep. He did not know what to ask for. He hired somebody to do it for him. You don't have to be. If we're afraid to ask for it, figure out what it is. We've got to find our value. We've got to go out there. Just ask for it. We are what we say we are. And it's a numbers thing. I mean, you know, not every company is going to say, and I want to talk before I go into internet marketing about you getting your piece of corporate market. Um, because that's a real that's a real possibility for all of you. But I mean, yeah, it's a numbers game. It's like when I put up pro, uh, something on the internet, some people are going to buy it, some people are not. Some people are going to give you five thousand dollars, some people are not. But it's going to balance out. I'd rather have ten people giving me twenty-five grand a day than fifty people giving me five thousand dollars a day. This is too much work. I'm not interested in all that work. And my my, <laughs> I'm just not there. You know, my corporate clients. We, they don't do a whole lot. I see them four times a year and I coach them and it's not a lot of money for them. It's just really, especially because they're getting the results. Now, if, if they weren't getting the results, and I'm not an easy coach. I mean, so the things I ask them to do really is hard for them. I'm asking people to really change behaviors that they've been doing for 50 years and, and the things that, all the dysfunctional things or whatever. So it's not an easy gig. Trust me, I'm working for that 750. I mean, people walk out of seminars. They don't. They don't. They say they're not coming because I'm going to be there. And and the biggest challenge is getting the leaders of the organization to to have the courage to walk through this process. To have the courage to say, I said, I'm not afraid of your team. It's not about me. There, mm, and it's not about me. What I'm asking them to do is very hard. I'm asking them to look a person in the face and be honest. I'm asking them to, rather than have the meeting after the meeting, to just say, you know what, we, we almost had an issue here, and here's what happened, blah, blah. And most people, as you know, are not interested, are not, they don't do that very much. Right. They're going to say, hey, how's it going? And, and Jonathan, and you know, oh, everything's fine. And then I'm going to go to Sherry next day and tell Sherry what I really think. So I'm working with an organization to change, you know, generational behavior, which is why I asked for $750,000. So, you know, it's not easy. I have to have meetings all the time. And, you know, I'm working for this money. But it's in the scope of number of hours, it's not a lot of work. But they're not paying you for, for the Exactly. They're paying you for the results. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what they're paying me for. I have a question. I mean, it seems, listening to you speak, you're everywhere in terms of visibility. Mm -hmm. You're everywhere. And you, the expertise, and your expertise may be in three or four different right. areas yep. of expertise. Yep. Have you found, and I'm, I'm suspecting this because there's only, you don't get any more than 24 hours in a day. Right. Either. I suspect that because you, you put things out in, on so many different platforms and so many different formats that that starts to, to take on a life. It does. Is that what's, it that does. What's it does. How do you end up everywhere without, without, without being everywhere? Being, yeah, without being everywhere. Without being everywhere. It's, uh, it's called, you know, automation and systemization, basically. Um, I was thinking about this today. When I was, when we were, they brought over the the course that I'm going to share with you in a little bit. 
I said, if I, I wanted to set up my business such that if I died unexpectedly, that my staff, that my company, people could still make money off of me. And the only way, the only way they could do that is if I truly have an empire and not a business. And the only way they can do that is if I have stuff automated. So people should be able to come into my company if anything happens to me. And we have this almost in all of my little areas, almost, not all of them are there yet. They can pick up an op, like a, something like an operations manual and they can say, okay, to, um, to make money off Fran as a speaker, here's what we need to do. Well, clearly Fran is not here anymore. <laughs> but we have the websites, we have this, we have her licensing program, we have this, and it just goes on. But it's all in a, it's all in a book. So each little piece of my business is like this. So my brother, I mean, you know, I don't tell my family this. I, I don't have a husband or children or anything like that. So if I die today, there's nobody that. <laughs> do, do you want one? Uh, I have nothing. <laughs> right. Right. I have none of that. But there are people in my family that I really would like to be okay if something were to happen to me. One of those is my little brother. My mom died when I was 16. My little, my little brother was six. So he has a very special place in my heart. And I mean, he works with me. He would be here today, but he had another engagement. But he works with me. So if something were to happen to me, I honestly did this for him. I want him to be able to look at every little, my operations thing and say, this is how this part of our company goes. And I'm sorry she's not here, but whoa, this is good. She really set this up for us to be able to keep doing it. It's automated. Everything is automated. And if something were to happen, every, there's somebody to call in my company who can say, OK, well, I'm on a recurring bill with Fran. I pay her $97 a month for this coaching thing. Somebody knows where that stuff is. Somebody knows how to stop those recurring payments. But so what happens so much is that people die, and it's chaotic. And don't get me wrong, eight years ago, my company would have been the same way until I realized I didn't want to be on the road a whole lot. And I said, well, the only way you're going to do this is to automate stuff and to make sure that, that, people, that stuff is written down, that there's literally a place where people can go to see how this company really functions. So we write down every little step of every little thing that we do. And so we're going to like be licensing some of my speaking stuff, some of my programs, Speak and Make Millions, Internet Marketing for the Clueless, so that other people can go out and teach that stuff. I still have my book when I started from Marriott. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was the silliest thing, but they have a standard operating procedures manual. Right. Every position yep. for everything. So if my AP person was out, if I didn't know how to do it, it's like step one, We need that. Open mail, and my, rec and my recommendation is if it sounds big, just don't eat the elephant all at once. Because getting to that place took a year and a half. It's cumbersome. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. But it's there. And it's just page this is for this, page this is for this. And you know, just say each month I'm going to do you know, one piece of my business. Each month I'm going to systemize something like that. Okay, so let's talk about automation and, and online. At minimum, um, you should have a way, an opt-in form on your website. All right, you guys know an opt-in form is, of course, just something that gets people's names and email addresses and whatever else you want from them on your website. But here's the B part of that. That's the A part. The B part of that is that you need to give give me something valuable for that information. Give me a free MP3. Give me a free report. Give me something for the exchange of my email address and my phone number or my name. So the A part is just to make sure you have the form on your website. The, the B part is to make sure you give me something valuable to give you that information. And the C part is to do something with the information. Yeah. Just that opt-in form at the top of every single page so that you see it, it's 
And one of the things you can do is to actually test uh, different placements of your opt-in page, which is what we do. So it may be on the left side on, on this, the first three pages. Um, we may put it on the right side. We may put it on the bottom, whatever, because I'm a big tester. Um, if you find that your opt-ins are going down, it may be that your, your opt-in form is in the wrong place. Might be the right place for my site, might be the wrong place for your site. Okay? Your visitors, your people. All right, so opt-in form, give them something valuable, and do something with it. How many of you, how many people are in your list? On my email list? Uh-huh. 2,500. 2,500. How often do they hear from you? Monthly. Monthly. Are they buying anything from you? Are you selling them anything? Okay. So here's the thing. Everybody needs to know this. You will never make a lot of money online if you don't mail your list at least once or twice a week. At least. And more is better. More is better? More is better. I thought they were saying that if you said too much, people just started opting out. Do you want to make friends or money? <laughs> but you know, also things that Let me finish this real quick. Let me finish that because that's, that's a great point. That's what everybody says when I say how many people are on your list, how often are you mailing them, whatever. This fear, it strikes fear into people. But if I start mailing them, aren't they going to opt out? Do you want to make friends or do you want to make money? That's, that's the only question on the table right now. Let them opt out. Exactly, James. I, Goodbye. I don't mind if they opt out because they're a waste of time anyway. Yes. I get at least three a week from Nightingale Corner. Yeah. Trying to sell me something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everybody's got, yeah, I've, I've, let me tell you something. I've opted out of stuff, opted back in, opted out of stuff, whatever. If it's not working for you, get off the list. But I'm just telling you all who are interested in adding an extra 100 grand in the next 12 months that if you don't mail your list at least twice or three or four, I mean, I get stuff from people every day. One of the guys who I watch, and I won't necessarily mention his name, he sends me something every day. He does $15 million on the internet alone. $15 million selling information, software, whatever, okay? $15 million. And I get something from him every day, and he never gives me content. He's never trying to make me feel good. He's never trying to empower me. He's, he's selling me something every day. That's why he does $15 million. That's why he does. Do you have to have like a new product in every one of those? No, you can be selling the same thing. I mean, that's why I'm like a product fiend. So I've got over 200 products that I personally created. So not everybody on my list is like a coach or some people are speakers. Some people are interested in my internet marketing things. Some people are interested in how I got on the big idea without a publicist. So I've got all these little segments of expertise that I have products around. And I segment those people out based on what they want. So the speakers who, are, who want to be coaches don't get the other stuff. But I'm, I want to harp on the fact that if you don't mail your list, you're not going to make money, period. Once a month, they forget about you. And see, what's going to happen when you start mailing them more, they're going to say, he's spamming me. No, you actually gave me permission to email you. And if you don't want to be on, everybody's got the little, I choose not to opt out. Get off. I get off people's stuff all the time. But you're not going to make any money. Have I said that enough? I feel like my mother. You're not going to make a lot of money online if you don't email your list. Often. Often. My list, I mean, if you don't get something from me every day, something's up. And you do. Something's up. What do you use to manage that list? Do you, have, is it a um, you can go to franshoppingcart.com. Franshoppingcart.com. What is that? It's one shopping cart. Huh. And it's basically how we manage our autoresponders, our messages that go out to people. It's how we manage our affiliate program. One shopping cart's got an amazing It's a great, it's 100 bucks a month. Go to franshoppingcart.com. Yes. Yes. Me. But that's what was mentioned earlier. 
Mm -hmm. Same thing. Franshoppingcart.com is, is, um, is one shopping cart. Just my, my private label of it. Okay? So you've got to I'm going to harp on this because it's the repeated contact with people that's going to give you the money. How many of you have seen something that you want but didn't buy it the first time you saw it? Right? You forget. Yeah, exactly. You forget. So it's my job to remind you that you really did want this. So if you got something from me on Wednesday, um, on Friday, I'm going to remind you, hey, I know you're interested in becoming a, a million-dollar speaker, so if you didn't get this, blah, blah, blah. It's the contact. Everybody knows it, it allegedly takes five to seven contacts for people to actually buy something. Some people, they're going to do it on the first thing. Some people are going to do it on the third one. But your autoresponder, which is what you're getting at uh, franchoppingcart.com, your autoresponder gives you that constant contact with them. And that's how it's done. I mean, I know people who don't have websites. All they have is an autoresponder and an email list, and they make millions of dollars online. It's just the repeated contact with them. And these, these contacts are just little short, sweet Just little short, short emails. Absolutely, little short emails that just say, you know, if you want to be the person who sends contact because some people are a little nervous about sending people stuff, um, they want to send them a little, what did I just say, a little content. They want to say, hey, how are you doing, you know, blah, 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 blah. And if I do that, there's always something that I'm selling. I'm always selling something. I'm saying, you know, you cannot believe. If you, did you see me on the big idea? Well, did you know I got on the big idea? It was blah, blah, blah. If you want to learn the same secrets, I, I'm selling you something. I'm giving you contact, content, but I'm also selling you something. But again, the guy I'm following does $15 million online, and he never gives me content. He sells me something every email. He doesn't pretend that he's going to teach me anything. Because his thing is, I'm offering you the opportunity to make $15 million online like I do. So if I'm sending you something, it's to get you there. You have to decide what your method is. But I will tell you, you're training your list to do what you want them to do. So if you're going to give them content all the time, that's what they're going to be expecting. They're not trained to buy from you. So then you try to throw a little shimmy in there with them. Hey, buy this. Whoa, what is that, John? What are you doing? You don't sell. You teach. So make a decision. Are you going to be afraid of the opt-ins, opt-outs? Because a lot of people are. Most people are. We clean my list. I mean, sometimes I'm like, what's this person doing? If you haven't clicked on something I've sent to you, even if it wasn't to buy something, get off. You haven't clicked on a free download that I gave you that could change your life. You don't want to have your life changed. And that's how we do it. In Atlanta, if you haven't done anything in a month, you get off. You get booted off. I mean, it's not an opt out. You just like you just, move. We go in there. No salvation for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my five cents. Yeah. It, but it's about managing because it's about you either want you're, to. You're going to have two kinds of people come to your site. You're going to have the people who, who get used to the free and that's all they want. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's, I want the free stuff. I want the free stuff. They're never going to buy from you. But if they're trained to buy from you, even if it's just a $1 thing, so this is some of the stuff I teach you, so even if it's like a $7 report, at least I'm getting conditioned to buy from you. But if I get free, 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 and then you come to my seminar and I'm France telling you to sell, and all of a sudden you just start hitting them with stuff, they're, gonna, they're not conditioned for that. Yes? On your side, do you ever mix anything with the sales? Like you were saying, John's a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a little mixture. Okay. I do a little mixture, but I'm moving away from that. I'm moving away from that. Um, I do, hey, here's how I was able to do this. And I, I'm a good storyteller, so I'm able to tell the story and then hit you with the link to go to learn more, whatever. You don't even realize that it's happened versus just saying, hey, if you want to learn how to make a million dollars as a speaker, click here. Sometimes I do that. 
um, but I'm moving away from teaching and content and more of, look, freeloaders, you either want, you got on my list because you wanted a different life. I mean, really, that's it. You wanted a different, you wanted something different. So get off your butt and do something different. So that's for the automated, you know, that's for the, you know, on your site. What? You have an opt-in with giving something. Yeah, give them some free to get them in there. And then the first email they do, um, in fact, the guy who does the 15 million, I'll just tell you this quick story. The guy who does the 15 million, he taught me something. He says, okay, get them in the free. And then I can't remember how many days it is. I have to look at my autoresponder. But he says, you know, do, write these emails and tell them this. And like on the third day, say, I'm perplexed. Just put that in the, in the subject line. <laughs> I'm perplexed. And then you, they open the email and it says, I gave you the keys to building a million dollar business as a speaker and you still haven't taken me up on this offer. I don't understand. Well, do you know how many people think I actually like wrote that to them? And <laughs> people, so many people have emailed back and said, Fran, um, I'm sorry, I really do want to be a six figure. I do, do want to be a million dollar speaker. It wasn't the right time, but, but that email converts like crazy. And I, uh, when I saw it, when he taught me that, all I said was, I'm not going to question this. You make 15, I always go back to, you make $15 million online, and I don't. So you know something I don't know. I'm going to do this little email thing you said, and I'm not joking. That is like the highest converting product I have. So now we're changing all my autoresponses to do some version of, I'm perplexed. I don't get it. You haven't taken action. Yes? Can you set one shopping cart up so that the autoresponders go on certain things after somebody opts in? Yes. Yes, and well, let me tell you why this is a great thing. Okay, so you opt into my, opt into my list. The first thing you're going to get is that free thing I gave you. And then we're going to set up for in day two, you're going to get something else. Day four, you're going to get something else. Day seven, you're going to get something else. Day nine, it's going to go for the whole year until you get off. You're going to go buy or you're going to get off my list. It's, it's, a, it's a fatiguing process. But you're either going to buy or you're going to get off my list. And, and that's what's great about the autoresponder because you just set it up on the interval that you want. Yes? Yep. You're not selling your speaking engagement. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, that's something different. That's something different. That that no, I wouldn't. Okay. But I, what I would recommend is setting up a site called, anybody have a membership site? Anybody got a membership site? No. Okay. It's a whole nother seminar. <laughs> but yeah, I highly cool. recommend, I have a course I just did. It's called membership, you know, you know, it's called membership sites for rookies. Um, but basically it teaches you how to set up your own continuity program so that people are paying you money every month. We all pay phone bills, cell bills, gas, electric, right? That's their membership site. That's their subscription income. Well, all of you should have that too. All of you should have that too. Well, a membership site is nothing more than something that basically sets people up so they can pay you 97, 57, 150, whatever. I pay a guy $397 to sit on the phone with him for one hour with, every, with all of y'all, like 100 other people. So he does like 40 grand from that one call a month. And we all pay him $397 because he's, he's brilliant. He's great. He's got really great insights. You get that one little thing. But the, the main thing is that if you get the autoresponder set up, then you can have the contact with people and start to sell your stuff through the autoresponder. So, Brian, on that membership site, what you do is you have them sign up and then once a month you do a call. Yep. Or here's the thing. Or you send out a that's CD. All that's all they get. How many of you would, would um, sign up for a membership site if I started a membership site or continuity program, same thing, called Billionaire Business Secrets? So I interview a billionaire every month. Would you be interested in listening to that? So now I don't have to set up a website. You just get a CD every month. Same thing, continuity program. Can someone just pay to have lunch with what's his name? 
Yeah, Buffett, like yeah. 1.4, 1.6 million. Million, mm-hmm. million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of, lot of. <laughs> they still have to buy lunch. <laughs> right, right. There are a lot of different things that you can do. Um, the main thing, though, is is really just to get your website started to build your list because it really people always say it's about the money's in the list, but it's really in the relationship that you have with your list. It's not just about the numbers that you have on your list. It's about the relationships that you have with them. Yes. In your correspondence with people that uh, that are on your list, um, do you write those sales letters? Sometimes. Do you, when you have a certain point, because I've noticed how they usually constructed where, since you mentioned stories, mm-hmm. I believe that you probably are very good at that. It's like story, story, and then yep. there's a link, yep. and then story, story, another link, and maybe that link text says the same, and I'm just curious about if maybe a particular story or paragraph has triggered someone to take action, can you study that? And in your letter, would you see, for example, that, ah, most people seem to be clicking at, at that link. Yep. Paragraph. Yep. Maybe a smaller number clicking after the fifth paragraph. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And one shopping cart actually allows you to track those kinds of things. They can do what's called a split test, where you literally say you can send people to one website where you have a different language on there, and you send them to another website where you have a different language or something different. You know, whether it's the opt-in box is on the left side or the right side, and then you can track. Well, more people they read the same email, but for some reason they clicked on this link and went to this site, or they put their information in on this site. It's just it's just a great tool. So I'm going to wrap up, but I did want to tell you guys about a couple of things that I have. I've got something called a Make Money Online program. I've got uh, this right here is Make Money Online in 60 Days or Less. This is a program that I offer people that says if you do not make money online doing what I say do in two months, I will give you your money back and 10% because the reality is that if you do it, it will do it. Okay. So this basically has the fourth, some of the things I talked about today. So it talks about how to make money blogging, how to make money um, promoting other people's stuff, like an affiliate marketing program, okay? Talks about that, setting up your own information products. This is the home study course called Make Money Online in 60 Days or Less. It's about 300 pages or something like that, real easy, real fun to read. I've also done a live class called Make Money Online in 60 Days or Less where I outline and literally talk about how you set up your blog, um, how do you create your info products? Some of the things that we've done to make $100,000 in one month. Um, it also comes with some online videos. So you literally get to see me setting up a blog. You literally get to see me recording an audio product. It's a no, it's like the absolute no-brainer. And my brother always says, is it idiot-proof? And I go, yes, it is. You just click and watch the show and basically learn that way. So we're offering this, it's usually $841. we are offering this to you guys today for $297, $297. Um, then the other thing we have is that you get this. This is called my done for you package where you don't have to do anything. We'll do absolutely everything for you. We'll set up your blog. We'll set up your membership site. We'll set up your autoresponders. All you have to do is give us the information and, and it's done. So it's a complete package where it's done for you. Um, it also includes building you an opt-in page that's, that's search engine optimized already so people are already conditioned to put their information in in a certain way. It also comes with us writing your autoresponders to get people to buy your, your thing. So we know all the little tricks, all the little things that get them to trigger to do that. And we're also going to set up your blog. And that is normally almost two grants, $18.42, but you can get it today for $997, or I can do three payments of $350. All right? Suppose we don't have the product yet. Right. What's that? Sure. One product, sure. You want you want to write an ebook? You want an ebook written for you? Okay. Sure. That's that's not hard at all. You had a question? Who's prepared for 
Want the product created? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. But if you want the product created too, we will do everything for you. Because our thing is like, I know for me, I learned all this stuff out of necessity. I'm in Switzerland, don't know, you know, play basketball two hours a day and that's basically it. I had time on my hands, so I learned how to do all this stuff. But the reality is that I don't do this stuff for me anymore. And most people I talk to don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. They want it done for them. So we actually started this about a month ago. So we just we just do everything. You don't want to create your product? Okay, great, fine, easy. Would you repeat again? The, so what's involved? With sure. Are <laughs> <laughs> you coming back? Sweet. Yeah. Well, you get first of all, you get everything in the first package, which is for two hundred ninety-seven. So you get the home study course, the videos. So you get to listen to that, all that good stuff. But then we're going to do everything for you. We're going to register your domain name. Um, thanks to this gentleman, we're going to create your product for you. <laughs> um, we're going to build your opt-in list, so you can start building your list, so you can start marketing to people. Okay, we're gonna write the autoresponder. So we're doing the sales for you. So we're writing the autoresponder. Yes, we're talking five to seven actually. Five to seven autoresponder. That's what's on here. So you know, so you're gonna start making money that way, and then we're gonna set up your autoresponders, and we're also gonna set up your blog because here's here's the reason we're setting up a blog and not a website. Nine years ago, people would have static websites, right? My one of my websites is very static. You go, you just get from me, but people want interactivity now. They want, they, people want to talk to me, they want to whatever. So we don't set up websites anymore. We set up blogs, which of course a website, a blog is a website, but it's got that interactivity with it. So people can leave, hey, great content, John. Appreciate it, that blah, 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 blah. When people feel there's a relationship with you, they buy from you more. So my sales have gone up tremendously just because people, and they're not even asking me to respond. They just want to have a voice in the process. So the sites that have where people can interact with me make much more money for me than the sites where people just go and I just I'm the almighty expert and here's my information. Totally different, totally different landscape. So that's why we, we used to say well, we'll build a website for you, but no, we're gonna build a blog for you because you can make a whole lot of money for that from that. When you say build a blog. What is that? What, what exactly is that? That means it, basically it's just a website that has the interactivity there. So you people are gonna get to comment on everything that you do. Um, we'll put we'll SEO it so we make sure that the that the the search engines are picking up on it. We upload content for you, which is not very difficult at all. Um, you know, we don't do this endlessly. You can't give us three thousand pieces of content. There are limits to it, but for the most part, it, it stays fresh because that's what keeps the people coming to a blog. All right, and you know that's that's basically it. Making money online is really about the system that you set up, and fortunately, you know we've done enough. We've done enough online to do all the wrong things to know here's the thing that you need to do that really gets you to making money, which is why I said making money online in 60 days or less. I've never had anybody not make money. In fact, if you do it, you'll make money in a week. But most people don't believe that, so they don't do it, and then they don't make money until, until later. But right, right. And we do all that for you. Yeah. Yeah, I've got five of these. I've got five of these here. Anybody else who wants it, um, we'll send it to you, of course. And anybody who gets anything today is also going to get a copy of my $500 course, um, Speak and Make Millions. OK? Fine, yeah. All right. Anything else? Monica? Thank you. Is everybody watching? Any You're so All right. So you guys are taking a break. So anybody wants to get this, because yeah, I'm going to take off. You have 45 minutes, y'all. You have 45 minutes. All right. There's that. In the van. You probably want a credit card. Did I bring what? Did I didn't bring my flip, but I brought my camera, video camera, so I brought it. What's that? Are you going two steps?
I am not going two-stepping with you guys. Not today, but... She's got to go make her, her comedy thing. I got to go make... But didn't I hear something from you? Hey, Sherry, would you make? Would you pass those out for me, please? Yes. Uh, no. There's not. What do you want? What do you mean? You want to see what it looks like? I don't understand what all it looks like. Um, you can look at this if you want to take a look at that. That's the first part of it. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me give you a website to go to. Go to uh, millionairebusinessschool.com. That's the first thing. That's one of my membership sites. Millionairebusinessschool.com. Which program are you getting? The first one? Yeah. Okay. I need get one. Also, uh, I don't know if you charge from okay. 20. Okay. Oh, we're, we're, we're done for the day? Take all of our stuff with us? Take yes. all your stuff with you. Where are we meeting? That was fantastic. Great. Lobby. Lobby. And then, okay, the band's in the back. Okay. So let's meet at the ATM mall. I, I need, okay, I need, the, I need the address. I'm going to drive a car so for those that need, they're going to go to okay. bed like at 8 o'clock. Did you get that, John, okay. Millionaire Business School? Yeah, I got it. Yep. How many people can you fit? Three. Great. Did you get a phone? Just so, but. I didn't, but there, you can write my, uh. Have your permission to put you on my, on my list? To start harassing you? You can email me Fran at FranHarris.com. <clears throat> this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. This is for you. Great. This is for you. All my propaganda. I have about 200, about 30 hours of video that I've got at places where the video is crap. Right. And it never occurred to me to break the things up. <laughs> Exactly. Thinking, you idiot. You got 30 hours of You got all that content. I did. Thank you, sweetie. Hey. Sure. Um, because you're in the position where we came here to define our brand. Okay. Figure out what we wanted. And I'm not sure. I'm interested, but I'm not sure what I would do if I can get focused or if I'm ready to do this yet. Sure. So I was wondering if you're willing to give a little the special price, a little extension, so, so that we can get our heads in order. The only way I'm willing to do that is if you make a payment or put give us your information today, and then we'll, we'll just hold on to it. That's the only, because that's only good for today. Oh, okay. So that price. You, but we'd have to make payments. Today. You have to make one payment today, and then you can just freeze it and just say, okay, well, now I'm ready in 60 days or I'm ready in 90 days or whatever. Yeah, we have a and then you can still get all this stuff that you can take with you and be kind of reading and whatever, and then when you're ready to start. Okay. Would you be comfortable with extending that to, like, the end of this? Our thing ends on Monday, and that's when we're going to have our, our thing. Would you be comfortable uh, sure. extending it to that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Because that gives us a little time to just think about it. Sure. All right. All right. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. You got it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. No, no, go ahead. I came here to decide what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> okay, because I'm just like, I, I do 57 topics. Sure. And I'm a linguist. I do them in four languages. And okay. I have all these different business models. So I haven't really focused on one. So I'm looking at this thinking, I would love to take advantage of all of this. However, it's like almost like putting up a store when I don't even know what the fuck I want to sell. Sell something. You know, oh. you know, you know that's going to be my answer. Yeah. Just sell something. Okay. Um, I got to think a little bit. I guess I'm one of those people who has to absorb. Uh, sure. Should I contact you afterwards? And I mean, we'll um, see. The, you know? you, uh, Monica, just so you guys know, um, I don't typically let people think about it and get back sure. to me and all that stuff like that because these are very special prices. But I did tell her, is it Ariel? Yeah. Okay. Look at that memory. Is it Ariel? Okay. So I did tell Ariel that at the end of your thing, Monday, Monday okay. Um, that that we might do that but you know literally guys if you want to do it just do it I don't know what the thinking about it and all that stuff is 
and we don't typically do that, but if you want to do it, go. Seriously, go for it. But I will, for you guys, do that for Monday, but I'm going to need to hear from you, and so make sure you get my information, okay? Yeah. All right, Thanks. cool. You got I have a question. Yes. Okay, so I've been in business for eight weeks. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I think they were here first. They were here Let me first get you. What's up, dude? All right. First off, awesome. Awesome, dude. Unbelievable. Thank you. Um, I've already got a domain name. I've already got my, uh, I don't need hosting. Got that? I don't need an opt-in page. I mean, I've got an opt-in page set up for through Constant Contact right now. For okay. That. So that's all set in the place. Okay. I got an autoresponder on the initial, hey, thank you very much, but I don't have any autoresponders beyond that. Okay. I don't have a product. Okay. That I want to, that I'm comfortable enough in marketing. Okay. So in that situation, I'm thinking, going, I don't have, I don't need all that stuff. So. Okay. What do you need? Do you have, do you have, do you have um, upsell pages built for? You don't have a product yet. So what we have to do is literally take your product. We got to do the. You got to create the product. So. On my current website. Right. Right. On my teamsrock.com right. website. Okay. Did you say Team Rocks? Teams Rock. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. Well, you don't need some stuff, but there's some stuff listed on here that you do need, which is the upsell page after people buy your product, mm -hmm. where you say but wait there's more okay all those things that we're okay. going to so we'll and we're creating a product for you so that kind of knocks out that stuff okay then i mean what i may want to do is talk to you and set up something that we can coach it and work it through okay okay, okay. Cool. so by monday do we just call june yes that's a perfect perfect thing for you well, if he was next okay no. so, my, so my comment was i mean literally i've been in business for eight weeks mm -hmm. so i have a web page and i've got that set up but i don't know what the hell i'm doing other than clients okay so is this the right time is it too early i mean what do you recommend because that's I mean, what i'm going really candid with you i mean it depends it depends on what your your goals are i mean for me lots of money quickly <laughs> Okay, and do you have product? I mean, so for no, me, the answer—the no. answer. What do you what do you think about selling? The answer is absolutely, but but if you're not ready to do it, then no. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? That's just honest. If you if you want to make a lot of money quickly, then get off the can and let's do it. But if you if you're going to be the person who needs to sit there for a minute, you know. Okay. But otherwise, go for it. It's it's going to happen when you go for it. I just have to figure out what I'm selling. Okay. All right. Well, we can figure that out if you want to. What's up, Sherry? I mean, if you want to figure out what you need to be selling. Sherry is already telling me what I need to sell. Oh, okay. I just want to tell you, I was a visitor in that. I got the best seat in the house. I didn't take notes, but I just soaked it all in. It was great. Cool. Thank you. It was great. Thank you. It was great. Good. I'm sure I'll have another opportunity to, yeah. This was great. Cool. I think I'm having the best time of anybody. Awesome. What's up? So, can I ask it? Because I'm assuming this would be part of it. So, what? start going online, start making my thing online. Yes. And then I'm assuming I can do affiliate programs. So, because if I don't have stuff ready to go, right, 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 run yours through. Uh, absolutely. In fact, um, that's when I mentioned that you could be making money tomorrow. That was with an affiliate program. Yeah. Just promoting stuff, promoting good stuff. Yeah. So you gonna do it? So you doing it? Do get yourself. Get yourself. Okay. Give you some propaganda. Uh, this will be a great little start for you. All right. All right. All right. All right. That. 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 Where? Hey. Oh, there it is. Excellent. I was looking for another speak and make millions for him. All right. There's your stack. What's that? You want these business cards, don't you? Yes, I do. Two step and two nights in a row? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta get a load on before I even <laughs> 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 on my feet. <laughs> 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 
actually have a huge aversion to country music. You guys are finishing Monday? Monday. Okay. All right. I am going to. Uh, Monday at 4. And how long have you been here? You just came in last night? Came in last night. We've been going at it all day today, all day tomorrow, and then from like 8.30 to 4 on Monday. Super. Okay, get back. What are your books on? I was commissioned, then ghosted, uh, nine books. Okay. So it's the same thing. It's like, well, do your stuff. Do your stuff. Right. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, but it's that, you know. Like it's you fun. It's good. I just picked one up for, you know, you say, well, you know, Right, right. But if I take that time, then I don't have that money. Yep. So, but anyway, I was commissioned to write the history of Las Vegas for kids. It's the wow. textbook. I'm from Las Vegas. Wow. It's the textbook for fourth graders. And uh, and then they, they commissioned me again for the history of the Clark County School District. And, uh, I did a long poem a long, long time ago. And That's good. So it's, That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's always still. There's your cart. <laughs> Need that? Awesome. So where are you from? Where are you in from? Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's an town. Were you born there? No. Uh, Got there somewhere? I was born in SoCal and then grew up for a little while in the state of Washington. Okay. Bounced around. Right. And landed up in Vegas. Okay. Okay. That's cool. One of those stories is a company took me to. Vegas moved the company to Vegas and then they went out of business four months after I got there. Wow, <laughs> I've heard that story before. Yeah, suddenly, it's, well, that's my story, how I became an entrepreneur. Because <laughs> my first business was selling firecrackers, my second one was okay. selling porn. <laughs> <laughs> 14 years old, I had a little, uh, I, I invented yeah, the Netflix model at 14. Wow. Yeah, you buy it, you've got kids that bring in. 20 bucks, they get to keep it when they want okay. it, and then they, they keep the magazine until they came back and got another one. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like, and then when it came out, I was like, I know. I became legitimate. I know, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Saw a need and had a distribution. Right there. <laughs> Sitting on a multi billion dollar <laughs> empire, Jonathan. Thank you. Some gourmet chocolate in there, so don't, don't let it sit in the in the in, in the, in the car. car. Right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, terrific. Okay. Great. Thank you, darling. You're very welcome. So appreciate you coming in. Face. You are welcome. You're welcome. That was fun. That's just, right. Just in case. Just in case. All, all, have a, all have a backup. Always have a backup credit card machine. Everybody's got a backup out there. Mm. Now, who do you use to do your CDs? Um, there's a, there are a couple of companies I use. Create Space is one of them. Um, but there's a company in town called Crystal Clear okay, Studio. They, um, they're great, and they can turn stuff around for me really, really fast, really, really quickly. But have if I sit. Have you ever used I haven't, but I've, you know, I've seen good them. Short mm -hmm. good short runs. I've seen them. Create Space is good. Uh, Disc.com is good. Okay. They're good. There are lots of, there are a couple of good things out there. Did everybody get a catalog? Did you give them a catalog? Okay. I Make sure on Monday yes. that, uh, I'm going to call you on Monday. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call you on Monday because one of the things that they have to learn is speakers. Like what I did, I never do that. I never 
I, you, and you know, you've been, you've been to myself, I never, you either get this now or you don't. And so, but I understand a lot of this is like new for people and they're whatever, but on Monday I'm gonna call you and say, friend needs to know who's whatever, whatever. And see you, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And because they need to, because they need to. Will you carry one of those boxes up for me? Do you put it outside my door? Thanks. Because they need to know that as speakers. They, and we need to do that and you, that's what I'm saying. They need to know that from from this place uh -huh. that you don't do that a lot. You just you just don't want to do that because it's an administrative nightmare. First of all, I can go and I can send this to June or whomever, and we're done. Blah 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 blah. But the other thing is that then you become the person who doesn't require people to. We're conditioned people to do what they do. Mm -hmm. You become the person who doesn't require people to take action. That's why they don't get anywhere because they're not taking action. Okay, stop talking about. <laughs> 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 <laughs>